Welcome to Multiverse of Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now, podcast for Oh, yes. That part. We are Luke. And we are Devin. Oh, you got a symbiote too? Oh, I, I, I are Devin. Good, good. Like Baboon. Baboon? I are Baboon. Yeah. You'd, I didn't hear the end, so I was like, Babu. Ah, no, I are Baboon. And we am Weasel. Uh, yes, so, Devin, do you know what we are covering today? Some more zombies. I believe they're returning. Mm-hmm. The boys are back in town, as the modern parlance goes. Uh, yeah, today we are going to be covering Marvel Zombies Return, numbers 1 through 5, which came out in 2009, back when they were doing a Marvel Zombies series annually. What a phenomenal time. You know, except for the inundation of Marvel Zombies, yes, it was a much better time. I was in college. No, I was doing very bad in college, probably when this was coming out. But, uh, yeah, it was a five-part miniseries written by a team of writers and artists, so you know what we're going to get, Devin? A lot of different art inconsistencies. And story quality inconsistencies. Yep. Uh, Issue one, which is... Definitely the best one of the series was written by Fred oh, Van Nuttie with Yeah, with art by Nick Dragata, colors by Lee Lochridge, letters by Simon Boland, and Simon Boland did the letters on all of the issues. So previously our boys, the Marvel Zombies, showed up and when the Sentry, who was a zombie, appeared and started infecting people. Some select zombies like Galactus got the power cosmic ate most of the universe and eventually came back to Earth because they wanted to get into other universes, but they conquered their hunger with the power of friendship, and they were prepared to rebuild the world with the human survivors, but then they were betrayed by Cortez and got teleported away to another universe, and we haven't seen what happened to them until now. So... That's that's a pretty accurate summary, right? Pretty much. It was weird how they like didn't mention Cortez at all, and I thought that Black Panther also got teleported away with him. They did. Like I took he he's dead. But he also shows up in the fifth issue, in a flashback. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we see Spider-Man got to Earth-Z slash 91126, where he quickly realized he lost his power cosmic when he tries to fly, and nothing happens, so he has to use his veins. Which, gross. Yeah, that's gross. But also at least clever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's what you're looking for here. It can't just be gross violence. Yeah. And so... He sees a newspaper and remembers when Kingpin and Silvermane tried to steal the Lifeline tablet 
and he decides that it could probably cure him, so he swings to get it from the ESU campus, where he is spotted by one of Kingpin's men. Meanwhile, Peter Gwynn and Mary Jane, as well as Harry Osborne and his Fu Manchu, are on campus. When the Sinister Six, who were released by Kingpin, show up, you want to comment on that Fu Manchu? Oh man, that's a really crazy Fu Manchu mustache the hair was rocking back then. Yeah. Most 70s Harry Osborne right there. Though I looked up on the Wikia, and of course those nerds were like, um, actually, the mustache would not show up for another six months in the continuity after the events of the uh, tablet fight on campus. Well, so, technically also, yeah. none of those people were even there. Because I actually happened to be reading the trade paperback of the Lifeline tablet when I was reading this issue. <laughs> Coincidence! Coincidence, yes. And, yeah, no, mostly it's about Peter and... um. Robbie Robertson's uh, son. And hating protesters. Yeah, basically. Uh, good times. Uh, also, quick RIP, not only to Ditko, who also died this year, but to Stan Lee. It was very sad. Mm-hmm. I cried on Monday. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. I had a bunch of people ask me if I was upset about Stanley dying because he created all of my favorite Marvel characters, and I just had to resist the urge to correct them. That's probably for the best. Yeah. Nobody cried over Ditko. That I knew. Anyways, yeah, but we everyone Stan- had a different relationship with Ditko than you do with Stanley. Yeah. You know me, I'm, I'm in the weird, more Kirby side of the argument, so mm-hmm. I, I do recognize his cultural force and his value and what he means to a lot of people, but it's also just complicated feelings. I agree. I mean, we, I probably would have cared more about Kirby dying as well, but he also died when I was like five, so. Yeah. So, deaths of architects of the Marvel Universe uh, aside, Doc Ock, Vulture, Craven, Mysterio, Electro, and Sandman attack, and Zombie Spidey can't resist the hunger, so he rips out Craven's throat before launching into an attack, killing all of the other members of the Sinister Six, except for Sandman, who starts to break down, because this is not what Spider-Man should be doing, and he runs away. Kingpin, meanwhile, has attained the tablet and goes to face zombie Spidey, and it goes poorly for the Kingpin. Normal Spider-Man confronts Sandman, who can't tell the difference between these two Spider-Men, <laughs> does a vor, fills Spider-Man's body with sand, and explodes him. Oh, yeah. Here's your, if you ever wanted to have base art of Spider-Man being male pregnant, here's where you go. And then Spider-Man. Yep. So zombie Spider-Man stops feeding and he goes out to see that all of his friends have been killed or zombified by the Sinister Six. So he destroys them and then he rips off his own skin. And tosses it in the trash as we get a nice uh, Spider-Man No More homage. Mm-hmm. 
And then on the moon, the Watcher has been watching everything, but the giant man shows up and eats him and plans to eat the entire multiverse. Also, another point that was called out is how Spider-Man's leg has been completely healed and he has a fully intact costume again, and also giant man's got the top of his head again. Uh, Well, then, it's not going to affect this series, but it's going to affect a different series now based off of what just happened uh, with The Watcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, issue 2 was written by David Wellington with art by Andrea Moody with colors by Gotham Studios' Luca Malasan. Two years later, Giant Man ends up in the sub-basement of Stark International where he teleported himself, and Stark is currently in the process of a buyout by Chinese investors. Pepper Potts is preparing to quit, and the alarm goes off. Happy goes to check and is bitten by the giant man, and chaos starts going off. So Rhodey, who is currently the head of security, starts shooting as the zombies escape. Uh, Pepper wants Tony to put on the suit, but he doesn't remember where he put it because he's got a demon in a bottle, and it's alcoholism. Poor Tony. Yeah. The Marvel Ikea also pointed out that um, this doesn't make sense because it was Obadiah Stane who was trying to buy him out at the time, and Rhodey was unaware that Tony Stark was Iron Man. Hey, guess what, bros? This is a multiverse. No! So, Giant Man commands the zombies to go and kill Stark, who has something from the Watcher's base. And Tony is unable to do anything except continue to drink while Rhodey finds the Iron Man suit in the bathroom. He's able to use it to get back to Tony, but Pepper gets bit by a zombie. When Pepper rises again, Tony pukes on her, and it turns out that he drank, manoma- he drank nanomachines meant to cure cancer, and they end up devouring her. Rhodey needs to charge the suit because it is out of batteries, and Tony sacrifices himself. By letting the zombies eat him and his alcohol nanomachines, and Giant Man is able to steal the piece that he wanted. It's not great. It had some cool moments. I thought the stuff going off like Rhodey and such was kind of interesting. And I thought the nanomachines was an interesting idea. Yeah. But the way that things were done, it felt too gloomy and not enough dark humory. I would agree. Issue 3 was written by John Mayberry, with art by Jason Sean Alexander, with colors by Jun Chung. It's two years later, and Kitty is in Japan on the run from the hand, when she confronts zombie Wolverine, who goes to attack the hand. Luckily, zombie Spider-Man is there to save her. He takes her back to the base, gives her the rundown of why there are zombies, and explains that he will need blood from this universe is still living Wolverine to make a vaccine. Sunfire shows up and fights zombie Wolverine, blasting him into an underground death match where he kills Iron Fist, Sunfire, and Shang-Chi, and then this universe's Wolverine shows up, followed by the Hand and Elektra, and so the Wolverines fight them after fighting each other. Kitty finds out that Spider-Man is a zombie, he offers to let her kill her, and, or he offers to let her kill him, and this is able to gain trust. They go to find the Wolverines, and Wolverine kills his zombie self, 
but then the zombie hands start to rise. Wolverine kills him, and Spider-Man takes the corpse of zombie Wolverine, but everyone is unaware that Wolverine got bit. Which is also not shown super well. No. And I'm not a fan of the art. No. Here's where it's, I feel like everything started to fall apart, because actually I thought it was cool after... The first one was very good, the second one was okay, but I thought it was going to be more like everything was like one-shots. Mm-hmm. It was going to be like different, or like basically like Marvel zombies appearing in like different aspects of like the Marvel universe. Which would have been neat. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, you're dropping zombies now into like the whole Wolverine Kitty Pride Japan storyline. You're dropping yeah. zombies into Team in a Bottle storyline. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And well, then, oh, no, now you would. Yeah, issue four, which was written by Seth Graham Smith with art by Richard Elson and colors by Matt Mila, uh, starts off where they don't give how many years it's been, and Hulk basically got Planet Hulked, which Rhodey somehow agreed to because Tony Stark wasn't around to be on the Illuminati, and when he stops on the moon on his path to revenge to find the Inhumans, it turns out that they have been turned into zombies by Giant Man, Hulk's warbound group joins in and all of them get killed hulk tries to save eloe who points out that hulk got bitten and so he eats her and then he ends up returning to earth the illuminati which includes Rhodey and apparently two reed richards on it because it's like you get a scene where there's like dr strange and Rhodey and uh professor xavier and then there's two tvs with the same picture of reed richards on it and it's like why? Who? Where's Where's Black Panther? Yeah. I guess, I guess at this point they could only have one black person on the team at a time. Classic Walking Dead rules. Mm-hmm. And so they send the Sentry to fight the Hulk and, because the Sentry and the Hulk are good friends and the Sentry convinces the Hulk to revert back to human but when he reverts, Bruce Banner fights the sentry who had also turned human again, and so Banner infects him, and Spider-Man's like, I gotta assemble the Avengers now. I'm still a zombie. And this one, it, like, tries to get by on, like, the art and everything, and it doesn't really do anything that impressive. It just feels like very standard house style. Uh Also not, like, super entertaining or anything. Nope. The final issue was written by Fred Van Lente with pencils by Wellington Alves, inks by Scott Hanna, and colors by Guru Effects. And the Avengers, who are Kazar, the Sentry, Moon Knight, Submariner, Thundra, Quicksilver, and Super Scroll, are discussing their favorite times they got to eat people. And Devin, did you get who this team is supposed to be? No. They're Justice League analogs. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. So, they went back into the main zombie universe of 2149 and killed the survivors, and then they destroyed the Shi'ar Empire, which had zombie Luke Cage working with them, which doesn't make sense why he wasn't an evil zombie. And the scrolls led by zombie Black Panther, or it could have been T'Challa's son, it's not really defined. Or his grandson. Oh, true. Oh, yeah, they didn't even mention him. Yeah. Uh, it's all, like, 
three long panel montages. So they're currently waiting on Giant Man to get them into other universes with Uatu's tech. When the Cerebro Zombie Sensor, which is Charles Xavier, picks up on humans in the Savage Land, the Quinjet that they fly in gets shot down, and they come face-to-face with the new Avengers, which are the Zombie Hulk, Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Iron Man, who is still Rhodey, who is also Cyborg, because he kept getting parts bitten off and replacing them with robot parts. Classic a, big fight mm-hmm. a big fight breaks out, and it's fairly uneven until Giant Man teleports him to the moon, but really he only needed to get the Sentry, who he realized he could use as a power source, and so the new Avengers weaken him enough to be captured, and that's when the new Avengers reveal their secret weapon. Sandman, who is now made out of Tony Stark's alcoholic... Uh, nanites that devours all of the zombies, including the new Avengers. And when Giant Man gets eaten, it frees Uatu, who uses his powers to send the Sentry back in time to Earth 2149, creating an infinite self contained loop. The end. I thought the Sandman was cool at the end. Yeah, Sandman was very cool at the end. Like, that was a good twist. Oh, agreed. But here's now where this issue creates problems for the future, which is this makes oh about oh watch you basically can't have like oh, well, what about Jason Aaron's run up original sin? Pretty sure that uh, Nick Fury blew his little brains out. Different universe. This is Earth nine one one two six. Also, Marvel is inconsistent on how the Watchers work. Damn. Very true. Uh, so we have this new universe to put on our Trials of the Multiverse. Are you ready, Devin? I'm ready. Earth 91126 is all right. Uh-huh. Um, we've had worse. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking at... Better. Yeah, I don't think... I think there's some... Parts that are comparable to the main Marvel Zombies universe. But overall, I don't think it's as good. No. Because it had, like, one good issue, three, two all-right issues, one awful issue, and then three all-right issues and one awful issue. Uh How do you feel about it compared to... Um, Doctor Strange were an ordinary magician. Yeah, it's better than that. Uh, what if Death's Head had lived? Mm, no, that's good. So our new number 109 is our 91126 Marvel Zombies Return slash Originated. It's a loop. 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 Yeah, I thought that part was clever, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a very Fred Van Lente way of tackling mm-hmm. it. So. Uh, yeah, I think that just about wraps us up for this one. Next week, for your Thanksgiving special, guess what we're bringing to your house? Zombies. Five. 
with a side of Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Life is like a nightmare here in this world. Machine Man's helping Howard fight some zombies. Speaking of Howard, did you see that uh, Ship Sadarsky is writing Daredevil? I'm excited for it, but also, like, I just keep realizing that I don't buy that many Marvel comics anymore. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Though you know what comic I am super excited for? What? The next issue of Immortal Hulk. The best series Marvel has going on right now that I read. That you read. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spider-Geddon's pretty good right now, Luke. There's an entire Spider-Man that's just made up of little spiders who all believe... Oh, yeah, spiders, man. Yep. But, uh... Like, in Immortal Hulk number seven, Hulk fought all of the Avengers, and he eventually got defeated when they blasted him with a solar bomb. And so this issue, or issue eight, the last one... Mm -hmm. uh, Have you read any of Immortal Hulk? Nope. The premise is that uh, Bruce Banner can die, but he also always turns into the Hulk at night, and the Hulk doesn't die. Because the Hulk is immortal. Yes. And so uh, they cut Bruce Banner into pieces during the day. And so Hulk is in a bunch of jars. Gross. And he's being experimented on. By the Avengers? But guess what? No, by... um, It was the evil scientist from the Parker Red Hulk run who really hated um, Thunderbolt... Who really hated Red Hulk. Okay. And, um, yeah, there's been some stuff with Sasquatch where he lost his powers because they were gamma originated. Because there's a thing called the Green Door, which is where all the gamma power comes from. But you know who came through that Green Door? Who? Bruce Banner's dad. (gasps) And so now. Uh, Bruce Banner's other gravestone? Uh, no, he actually possessed Sasquatch in the Sasquatch form and was eating dudes. And so Hulk had to steal all of Sasquatch's gamma radiation. And so now Sasquatch doesn't have his powers, but he's still working with Carol Danvers. And so he's put in charge of a new team that's going to, uh, that's going to track down the Hulk. And you know what that new team is called? What? Well, what team does Carol Danvers currently run? What? Uh-huh. And what is Bruce Banner charged with? Oh, Gamma Flight. Yeah! It's good. That's I'm, neat. I'm, it, it is an excellent series because it starts off as a horror series. Now it's getting into that good Marvel Comics bullshit. Uh, you should absolutely read it. Oh, well, at some point, because I have been very interested in that series. Mm-hmm. It's it's beautifully illustrated, and like Al Ewing is doing all killer, no thriller, or all killer, no filler. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's enough preparation 
for uh, next week. Devin, where can people find you? Oh, online? You can find me online at FedFed. That's F R E D D O F E T T. And Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online on Twitter at, at Coltreg. That's K O L T R E G or at LukeHair.com, which I will probably update soon as a listing of like, all the podcasts and projects that I'm working on because it's very, very out of date. You can also find both of us on the Exiled Podcast, which next week will have its annual going up. It's three episodes in a single week, so get ready to fall behind or have plenty of stuff to listen to on your holiday travels. Peace. And what? Oh, well, no, we have to do the rest. Uh, Multiversal Q is a weekly podcast. You can find us online at multiversalq.com. Once we are done covering all of these gross, gross zombie boys, we'll get back to having image galleries. But until then, you can go to the website and see our notes, which are very good for SEL. Uh, If you can do us a favor, if you like this podcast, please let a friend know. Or, like, when we get to covering the Ultimate Universe next year, let people know about mm-hmm. that. We're also starting prep for our annual Christmas special, which is going to be very good this year. And, uh, yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter at MultiversalQ. Uh, like us on Facebook, also at MultiversalQ, if you so use that also hell site. And I think that's it until next week when we cover DuckTales. woo Until then, this one's for Hank. Peace.